Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Roll up, roll up. It's time for Unfeatured Articles. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another phantasmagorical episode of Unfeatured Articles. My Ooh. name is Curtis Lang, and I'm joined, as ever, by James Keogh. Howdy. And once again, by Righteous Podcast Daddy. Oh, no. <laughs> Zane C. Weber. Uh, Your warning was in vain. Sorry, I Chef. mean, honestly, like, uh, you can call me that all you want, but don't expect me not to call you out on it. Yeah, no. Like, fair. don't make promises that you can't keep. That's fair. That's mm. fair. Call her culture's important sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. You're distracted by <laughs> m- Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I am just... Um, Doing Macca's Monopoly. Macca's Monopoly. Um, once again, like last week's cold open, if anyone has got Piccadilly... Yeah, guys. Uh, just send it in. <laughs> just send it through. Because uh, I really need it. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to win that car. <laughs> got to win a car. Um, man's got to win a car. Man's just got to win a car. Um, how are you, gentlemen? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Getting yeah. by. Yeah. It's I'm here. just another day. It. it is the 1st of October at the time that this episode is released. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is it? So we are getting into the final months of the year of 2019. Yeah. It's wrapping up. Yeah. Seems like it just started. It really does seem like March was like three weeks ago. Right? Yeah. It's. Mm. I don't understand. I, I started like so much has happened in the last like four months. Mm. Like I, I remember I was auditioning Spring Awakening True. in March. Um, <laughs> and like I met a bunch of new people who were just like in my life like all the time now Yep. in that show. And it's just, it's hard to like remember. A time before that. It yeah. feels like they've been there yeah. the whole time. Yeah. It's weird. They still mean nothing to me, as everybody does. It's like we... Okay. Sorry, i got to be cool. i yeah. gotta, I got to maintain yeah. my cool facade. You, you're good? Yeah. You're right. Sorry, let me just take my shades off while I'm indoors. Oh, here we go. <sighs> um, yeah, it feels like simultaneously that it has always been 2019 and that it has been ni- 2019 for like two A seconds. Month or so. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, that is the effect that this year has on us. Yeah. But, but do you know what comes after 2019? What? Tell me. 2020. Hey, the year of hope. The year and of change. People making jokes good, about vision. Good choices. <laughs> people year, making year good hindsight. choices. The year of hindsight. Ha 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 ha. Year of good jokes by everyone. Yeah. Um, I hate all of you. <laughs> people, hey, look, I'm just calling people it. People who, and this is a call out for two gentlemen that I that I know, oh, and they listen go. to the show. Yeah. And one of them's been on the show. Oh yeah. But people who say. If you expect me not to dress in a suit this entire decade and call everybody old sport, you got another thing coming. I want to backhand. What for the Roaring Twenties? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just makes me like shut the fuck up. They know. How about how about you actually own it and wear a flapper dress for a decade? Yeah. Yeah. But like, surely they know what happened at the end of the twenties, right? Like, it's. They know what to expect. What happened at the end of the 20s? The, oh, uh, the Depression. Yeah, the, That's great, right. the great Depression. Yeah. Um, also, World War 
too. And well, that was at the end of the thirties. End of the thirties. Yeah, thirty nine. Still like twenties. At the end of the twenties, Hitler started the rise. Out, but like, yeah. um, a lot of bad Nazism. stuff happened at the end of the twenties, which, with the trajectory of. How we're going at the moment. But you know, swing dance, that's how you rebel. That's yeah, how Swing dance was a protest. Doesn't matter if the planet's burning. Nope, we'll just Charleston sw- it away. We'll just Charleston the <laughs> depression away. Um, let's like, it's, it's so, unironically, it is so hard to not be apathetic about everything. Mm. Like, when I'm just like, but in 10 years we'll all be dead. Yeah. Like... No, not well, all of us. Only the poor people, or the people who insist on think, living on the coast. Yeah, ten years. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, me. Oh, sorry, me too. Dude. It's fine. I am poor and I live on the coast. I like the beach. Oh yeah, we're all dead. Yeah, right. we're all dead. It's okay. fine. But the humans aren't all dead. Good, but that there thriving metropolitan in the uh, middle of Australia. That's going to be tight. Yeah, no, it'll be great. Yeah, right. The They're new not... coast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Australia becomes a circle. Lake, <laughs> it's just, Lake it's, it's Air a... will be a new coast. Just yeah. <laughs> it'll be great. You know yeah. they're going to do the bloody Bioshock Infinite thing and just have like... Rapture. Rap- oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. People um, in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rich will <laughs> oh, go Elysium. to the skies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let's get into some articles. Bioshock Infinite was a good game. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I really liked it. Yeah. Oh, let's go to the orphanage. Really quickly, have you played by the Bioshock games? I have attempted to, but like all video games, I lost interest very quickly. Very fair, yeah. I I've really heard that the, the first, stories are very good. I really liked the first one. I loved Infinite. Infinite was my favourite. First uh, one, yeah, really good game. First one's just a good horror game. Yes. Um, let's Welcome back to Video Game Chat. Yeah, chat back uh, My name's Curtis Lang, and uh, did we have a video game podcast on the network? Cutscene Saga. Cutscene Saga. Ah, excellent. Yes, good. hosted by the lovely uh, Joe. Ori now. Oh, oh, Ari. Sorry, Ari my Disket, mistake. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. My yeah, it's beautiful. And is Dom on there as well? Uh, Dom was a guest. Yes. On, oh, oh. on a couple of se- a couple of like sections. Oh, okay. Yeah. Beautiful. But like I think every that's, four I... episodes, it's a different group of people yeah. and a different game. Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. Lovely. No, yeah. I think that's. I was just talking to Dom. And he was like, "That's." I think that's how he kind of got into the network sort of thing. Yeah. Shout cool. out to Dom Guifola. Hey. Whose name I will never <laughs> stop <laughs> pronounce not being correctly. able to pronounce. Um, um, it's pretty easy. Let's. <laughs> Guifula? It's Guifoli. Irish. Guifoli. <laughs> I don't know why you're putting an Italian yeah. spin on Guifoli. it. Boys, stop it. All right. Let's take a trip to the orphanage. Please. Do we have the music? Orphanage. <laughs> good. Very good. Uh, Curtis, can you give me a number? I will. Oh, now? Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, let's go... What's the what's the highest number at the moment? Um, what's my see. limit? I think I think we're in like the two thousands. Last time I checked. Okay. Let me double check that. Um, boopity boopity boo. Um, yeah, so we're at twenty six. Uh, no, sorry, twenty seven forty three is the highest. Okay. All right. Let's go. Twenty seventy two. Twenty seven, as in two thousand and seventy two. Yeah. Okie dokie. Twenty seventy two. And I'll describe what the orphanage is because I've sort of just dived into this. Uh if you're a first time listener, here's what mm. the orphanage is. These are things these are pages that aren't referenced to by any other page on the site. They're lonely, they're orphans. We need to adopt and adopt one of the two that we will look at today. The yeah. first being the being ruling T two sixty slash twelve. Uh-huh. 
Ruling T260-12 refers to a constitutional action for the protection of fundamental rights hereinafter referred to as tutela decided by the Constitutional Court of Colombia. It is a landmark decision in the protection of the fundamental rights of children in connection with the use of social networks. So it is all about protecting a child's rights to data privacy um, uh, in when, you, when they're browsing the socials. Tight. Love yeah. that. It's just like... That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Fundamental rights... When browsing social media. I mean... So is this like children... Like you're not allowed to post photos of your children? Um, the... I do not know. I have not read. Who knows? Uh, T- not us. Two something 20 constitution. In 2011, AA filed a tutela action for the protection of the fundamental rights of intimacy for, and free development of personality in representation of her four-year-old daughter, XX. Oh, okay. So... Apparently, these rights were violated by BB, the father, who opened a Facebook account in their name. Right. So um, parents can't open accounts in their in on behalf of their children. Yeah. So AA argued that XX did not have the sufficient maturity to use a social network. I can get behind that. Yeah. Um, that is that one. Uh, Zane? What is my lower limit? Because I know that there's a section that we're not allowed there's to. There's a section from about 200 to 500 that is the uh, elephant graveyard of chemicals and non-usable things. 1,011. 1,011. Um, let me tell you about 1,011. That is none other than... Oh! Uh, uh, gynopedia. Oh? Uh, so, is a femalepedia? Non- it's a non-profit organisation that runs an open resource wiki for sexual, reproductive and women's health care around the world. Oh. The website was founded uh, by Lani Freed in 2016. Focuses on women's health, but aims to provide unbiased information for people of all sexes and genders. How we, is that not linked? Not How linked by any other site. Fuck any, that, right? We no, yeah, to, we got to adopt that. Let's adopt that so <laughs> yeah. more people know about it and can go there for bunch of white guys. <laughs> we'll adopt it. Yeah, we'll, we'll adopt it. you. We'll fix it. I yeah. care about sexual information. No, I exactly. do too. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what sex is, and I do want to go to this site to find out. Okay. Well, uh, maybe talk to an adult first. The, the internet is an adult. The internet is an accumulation of people who say they're adults. That's so, true. So what, so, what you're saying, so what you're saying is if you don't know about sex and you're listening to this podcast, fucking hell, um, <laughs> go to Pornhub and no. just learn from porn. Is that what you're saying? I, I, don't, I never said the Zane, word Pornhub. is that what you're saying? So just learn, um, learn about sex from Pornhub. I think that go to Gynopedia. Go to Gynopedia first. That's what we're There's a wonderful website out there that, um, like, it's just it's a collection of like videos from like a bunch of different women being like, "This is how you make a girl come." Huh. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah. that it's a, it's an app with uh, instructional videos. Yeah, about sex and sexual health, but also sex. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And, like it's literally, it's literally, it's like, oh, how do I say this without sounding like a creepy guy? Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to. Yeah, but maybe I'm going to try but, my best. Okay, um, all right, we're going to go for it. <laughs> no, it's no, it's 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 like really cool and educational. Yeah, and it's like it all. It's also like um, it teaches girls about growing like, up, about growing up, and about like how to um how to masturbate and that sort of thing. Like educate them that sort of thing. Cool. Because like yeah, and then literally just like uh, them just going like this is how you do it on there themselves. Ah, yeah, nice. Go check it out. I don't know what the website name is. I believe it's. OMG, yes. Yes, that is it. Huh. Very nice. But it's not available on the Apple store because it's too sexy. Ooh. Too sexy. This too one's sexy for too the sexy store. for the Apple store. Well, yeah. 
Uh, it is literally women. Yeah, I mean, it is sex. masturbating. Um, um, for educational purposes, exactly, sure. and, which is great because I cannot, I cannot re-emphasize this enough. Mm-hmm. Don't learn about sex from porn. Yes, I will say to any to any poor, unfortunate, prepubescent people who are listening to this podcast. Yeah, one, don't. <laughs> two, don't yeah. learn from. I assume Curtis's mistake. Yes. Right. Yeah. Emma Watson loves this app. Yes, there you go. I believe that's actually. I I believe she talked about it on her Instagram. That's how I found out about it. She's quoted in this article. Yeah. Nice. Emma, what does Emma Watson approve of this podcast? I of this podcast, I got to assume no. I can only assume that she wouldn't. But until she does, we can say that she hypothetically would. Yeah. We can. Does it not? Can we put on the bio Emma Watson apathetic to this podcast? (laughs) Emma Watson approval pending. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Um, who wants to start us off today? I have a quick one. Great. Excellent. Have any of you heard of a little sport called soccer? Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Do you mean it's football? Well, Ooh. yes, football, yes. But do you know what came before football slash soccer? Quidditch? <laughs> uh, I believe that came after, but uh, because this sport is credited as an early form of both football, meaning what we call soccer, yes. and rugby. Oh, okay. It's called Calcio Fiorentino. Ooh, okay. also Italian? known as Calcio Storico. Yes, uh-huh. Italian. Yeah. So it's an early form of football and rugby that originated in 16th century Italy. Once widely played, the sport is thought to have started in the Piazza Santa Croce in Fl- Florence. There it became known as... <clears throat> I don't have a very good Italian uh, uh, vocabulary. Wow. Because we're really good at pronouncing... Yeah, yeah. Guioco del Calcio Fiorentino or Florentine Kick Game. Ah, classic. The Florentine kick (laughs) Kick game. game. I Uh, love getting outside with my dad and playing playing some some Florentine (laughs) kick game. Now, or they simply called it Calcio, which is now also the name known for association football in Italian language. Oh, right. As like a tribute or something? Yeah. Oh, I think it just The continuation of. Yeah. Oh, right. So the game may have started as a revival of the Roman sport, Harpastum. Now, I'm not going to go into Harpastum, Um so, Calcio is a very violent sport. Oh. It is sometimes described as a a mix of rugby, soccer, boxing, oh. MMA, <laughs> uh, fencing. <laughs> yep. Okay. Let, let me go into this a yes, little bit. please. So, here are the rules. Matches last 50 minutes, played on a field covered in sand twice as long as it is wide. Uh-huh. Usually 80 by 40 metres, but as long as it's twice as long as it is wide, it's fair. Anything goes. A white line divides the field into two identical squares, mm-hmm. and the goal net runs the width of each end. Okay, so full nets. Full nets on each on end. each end. Uh, so each team has 27 players with no substitutions allowed for injured or expelled players. Okay. Teams are made up of four Dottori in Dietro, goalkeepers, mm-hmm. three Dottori Inazi, fullbacks, five Sconciatori, halfbacks, and 15 Inanzi or Corridori, forwards. 15? Sure. 15. Fucking hell. 27 yeah. people per game. Fuck. If you get injured, you're out. No one can substitute in. That's just the teams. Genius. It's if, like dodgeball. It's ex- it's like dodgeball. Oh, 
Wait. Oh, God. Oh, please. <laughs> the captain and the standard bearer's tent sit on the centre of the goal net and do not actively participate in the game, but can organise their teams and occasionally act as referees, mainly to calm down their players or stop fights. <laughs> <laughs> the referee and six linemen... I can't imagine there'd be fights. <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> So, referee six linemen officiate the match in collaboration with the judge commissioner who remains off the field. The referee above everyone else is the master of the field and is responsible for making sure the game runs smoothly, stepping into the field only to maintain discipline and re-establish order when fights occur. Now, a small cannon shot announces the beginning of the event. What? The game starts when the Paleo uh, throws and kicks the ball towards the centre line. Then, at the first whistle, as the ball first rests on the field, 15 forwards, or the Corridori, begin fighting in a wild mixed martial arts match, punching, kicking, tripping, <laughs> hacking, tackling and wrestling each other in an effort to, in an effort designed to tire opponents' defences. Jesus Christ. But which often descends into an all-out brawl. <laughs> they then try to pin and force into submission as many players as possible. Once there are enough incapacitated players, the other teammates come forward and swoop up the ball and head to the goal. Right. So, so you phase have 15 one. people yeah. fighting. Sure. And as soon as your other teammates... With weapons? Pick, wait for it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> damn, damn. The modern game, no weapons. Sure. Has been weapons. Um... From this moment on, the players try by any means necessary to get the ball into the opponent's gold, also called the Kachia. The team changes sides with every Kachia or goal scored. Right, okay. So if you are on team A and team B, team okay. A scores, yeah. then the next goal for team A is at the opposite end of the field, and so you switch sides. Switch sides completely. In what yeah. other game do you switch sides? I mean, most for like... But you do it in half time. Yeah. Right. So like but this one's or like or every single goal. Every goal. Okay. Right. Now it's important to shoot with precision because every time a player throws or kicks a ball above the net, mm. the opposing team is awarded half Kachia. So they get half a point if someone oh. kicks it in, tries to kick it into the goal and it goes, it goes above over. the net. Damn. Um, the game ends after 50 minutes and the team which scored the most Kachia wins. Along with the Palio, the winning team used to receive a Chianina, a type of cow. However, Uh this has since been reduced to a free dinner for the winning team and the players earn no other compensation. Right. Does this get played contemporarily? Yes. Ah, fuck yeah. yeah. So, modern revival... Interesting, Kachio waned in the 17th century. However, in 1930, it was, it was reorganised as a game for the Kingdom of Italy under Benito Mussolini. Classic Thank you. Mussolini. Thank you, Mussolini. Sure. It was widely played by amateurs in street squares and used, using handmade balls of cloth and animal skin. Today, three matches are played each year in Piazza Santa Croce in Florence in the third week of June. The team from each of the quartiera, or whatever, each quarter yeah. of the city... Uh, is represented. No way. So Santa Croce, Santa Maria Novella, Santa Spirito, and San, San Giovanni. I, and it's like just, a, just on the Mussolini thing, I have an Italian friend named Jamie. Mm. Um, and one of the most hysterical things he ever said to me was, I was coming inside to have dinner with their family. I was like 16 at the time, I think. Yeah. And he just said to me, he turned to me and was like, now my grandma, she's a bit scary. She was like the sixth person to spit on Mussolini. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Fuck. 
Yeah. Nice. Cool. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so that's just. I wish I could say that about <laughs> my shout grandma. Out to, shout yeah. out to Jamie Frosatori. Far out. <laughs> So, um, yes. after playing each other in two opening games, the two overall winners go into a yearly final known as San Giovanni, San Giovanni Day, right. the patron saint of Florence. For decades, this violent match has resulted in severe inju- injuries, including death. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like, in the, in the game. In the game, at the, like, t- in today. Yes. Yeah, Shoot. this gets played every year. For the four quarters, they each play each other and the two overall winners play on San Giovanni Day and the people have died Fuck. in this game. Now, <laughs> when was the most recent death? Uh, that is not noted. Yikes. Um, during What's, the early decades... Okay, I'm just moving my microphone very quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for bearing with me. Okay, what is the name is, of this board again? Uh, so you can call it Calcio, C-A-L-C-I-O, or Calcio. C-A-L... C-A- oh, fuck. C A L. C-I-O Fiorentino F-I-O-R-E-N-T-I-N-O I-O-R This is great E-N-T-I-N-O Google had a suggestion Get ready for this one sentence You're going to want to listen to this one Please During the early decades In order to encourage wagering And achieve a bettable winner Yep What do you think I'm going to say next? In order to achieve Encourage wagering And achieve a bettable winner uh-huh. Um, I don't know. They put a bull on the field? There were times when bulls would be <laughs> ushered <laughs> into the ring <laughs> in hopes of adding confusion and inciting victory. <laughs> You're kidding. The, that's what happened. I just said the most ridiculous thing I could yeah, think they, of. Yeah, they just so ran the bulls good. in what a rugby game. F- wow. That's Jeez. <laughs> that's so good. So the modern version of Calcio has not changed much from its historical roots, uh, which allow taxi, ta- tactics such as headbutting, punching, elbowing, and choking. Less bulls, I would imagine. However, uh-huh. due to often fatal injuries, sucker punches and kicks to the head are currently banned. Sure. No coward punches. <laughs> it's also prohibited for more than one player to an attack an opponent at once. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. No no ganging up on folks. Yeah. So yeah. any violation leads to being expelled from the game. Sure. Which just means that your team loses the men. And you can't yeah. be replaced. You can't be replaced. That's fair. So literally, this is anything goes. It's yeah. an all-out brawl, and then a game of rugby slash soccer takes place around yeah. the brawl. <laughs> then you swap sides... And do it again, because like, and like, I would assume as the match goes on, these fifteen people, these fifteen slowly, you know, fourteen, thirteen, <laughs> however, as it, as people fucking get concussed and knocked out and die, like they would be wearing out. So yeah. the brawls would be getting like more <laughs> and more Christ. like exhausted people just punching each other. That's yeah. hilarious, and that's that's a yearly a yearly event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to share Italy. this photo of one of the main players. Uh, on last year's team, that is the hardest man I've ever oh, seen in my damn. life. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> this game doesn't inc- doesn't like uh, incentivize uh, not crazy hard people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like these are people who want to test themselves sure. against literally fifteen other people before they kick a ball. Fuck. <laughs> and like, imagine because one of those guys just gets to stand around and like watch, basically, like at the I end. Mean, you, at want, the back. you want to be like one of the four goalkeepers, you, surely, right? <laughs> like, there's no other place to be. Absolutely, you got to draw straws for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you for that. So that's Calcio Fiorentino. That's Hell amazing, yeah. James. You up? Sure. Um, sure. So this one is a guy called uh, Tim Patch. 
Tim Patch. Yeah, pretty regular guy. Commonly known by his professional stage name, Picasso. Now, oh, I see. Fuck. Picasso. I know who Picasso is, and I'm going to go to the bathroom. Good. <laughs> Tell me who Picasso is. He's a national treasure. Picasso is an Australian. James, didn't you find out about Picasso when we were considering going to Adelaide for the fringe? I knew about him before when we were considering you the fringe. I met him. I met you the met man. The I met Picasso. The beautiful, beautiful man, Picasso. <laughs> um, he is an Australian artist who is known for using his penis, scrotum, and buttocks to paint portraits, landscapes, and female nudes. Of course. Why wouldn't it be female nudes? Well, yeah. But he's very cool. I feel I feel like if you're using your penis, mm. you should paint a male nude. Sure, and I'm sure he has. I don't know why it lists female nudes. I'm sure yeah. he has. Because here's the thing, right? Um, he grew up in the UK. Of course. He was unable to earn a degree in fine arts. Uh, I wonder why. <laughs> does not list why, but <laughs> I've got some ideas. He attended uh, furniture design courses and became a builder. Okay. Then moved to Australia. Does in... he make furniture with his penis and buttocks? Not quite. Not yet. Oh, okay. I'm sure, you know... He's got to kind of build up I the mean, strength. I mean, that's a degree of hardness that yeah. I have yet to achieve. <laughs> right. <laughs> in 1977, he moved to Australia. Um, and in, from 1978 to 82, he exhibited wood carvings and other artworks in art galleries. Uh, in 84, he established Hellfire Pottery, um, which produced various pottery and ceramic works. Um, in 2002 is when he started uh, building... Uh, he worked on building a gaudy style house and art gallery and during that time also began working as a portrait and caricature artist in markets around Queensland. Right. Now, 2005, Patch states that he conceived of the idea of painting with his penis and was inspired after watching Puppetry of the Penis, the ah, stage show. Inspiring people for decades. Of course. Uh, <laughs> and inspired by such, he drew a smiley face in the back of a ur- urinal with his penis and then decided to attempt it at home using paint. He, okay, he drew a smiley face yes, on, the on the back, back of a urinal. In the back of a urinal with, with his, his penis. Pe- using paint? One would assume maybe urine. Uh, like, I don't know. I mean, urinals are designed to literally like slough Slop, off liquids. Yeah. Who knows? I'm very interested in the physics of this. Mm. After telling a friend of his work, uh, she had him paint at a 2005 New Year's Eve party on a dare, right? Oh, so it's like, course. ha ha ha, yeah, yeah. yeah, paint with your penis, ha ha ha. In 2006, he chose the name Picasso, um, a portmanteau of prick and Picasso. Oh, yeah. I get it. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? So, um, in an interview with Voima, Picasso said his portrait work is the most challenging type of painting. Um, because, yeah, he does. He sets himself a goal of painting an accurate-looking portrait within 20 minutes. Okay. Within 20 minutes, simply with his penis, draws so a portrait. speed Speed painting painting with his dick. Yeah. Due to normal paint containing lime, which erodes the skin, uh, Picasso makes his own water-based paints. Oh, that's nice. Before he begins paintings, he also covers his penis and buttocks in Vaseline in order to work for several hours without causing irritation to the skin. That's just logistically... I guess oh, yeah, yeah. if it's water-based paint, then the yeah, Vaseline that won't interfere with it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, while Does Picasso get- have a Wikipedia page? Picasso? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm reading. Is this, yeah. well, isn't, I'm- that, isn't that the whole premise? Well, sometimes we bend the rules. Sure. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, here's what I'm saying. Like, this I mean, guy, we don't do that at all. I yeah. mean, whatever. Yeah. No. I mean, it's loose. Yeah. It's a podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> it's true. 
here's the thing, but that's what I don't want it to be understated how widely he has been received. Like he is yeah. a legitimate artist who goes to well, he, you know, this is the thing. So art oh, I can only imagine like fringe festivals would fucking love this. this. Fringe festivals yeah. and. Uh, while art galleries showed little interest in his paintings, Picasso became a regular attraction at Sex- Sexpo. Yeah. So okay. Sexpo loves him. Uh, he goes around the world, going to Sexpo, and paints portraits for attendees. His appearance at the t- 2010 Expo Sexo e Entretenimento Mexico was cancelled after censors from the Mexico City authorities attended the exposition to verify the shows. So some people rocked up and was like, oh, that? No. Not, no, 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 no. no. He made his North American debut at the 2011 Miami Exposed Expo and signed an agreement to appear exclusively at future Exposed Expo events. So yeah. he got a, an, an agreement contract. Uh, he entered a nude self-portrait into the Archibald Prize in 2008. Well, there you go. There's a male nude. Yeah, there you go. Of himself. Mm. Um, his submission came after an unsuccessful entry in 2007 um, using a portrait of plastic surgeon Joseph Georgi. Um, he has painted... Hugh Hefner. Well, not not in person. So these are. So see, he, didn't, was, he didn't paint the person Hugh Hefner. He painted a portrait of Hugh paint, Hefner. A portrait of Hugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Hugh. Sorry, he's painted. Sorry, I need to go back. All right. Because I was too excited to list the celebrities <laughs> that he's painted. Um, Picasso told Fufferfield that while celebrities tend to be wary of having him paint their portrait, he has painted at private parties for famous individuals after greeting, agreeing to not publicize the event. Charlie Murphy was one celebrity who Picasso noted, noted as approving. Uh, amongst the celebrities he has painted portraits of are Hugh Hefner, John Howard, Kim Beasley, George W. Bush, uh, Robert Mugabe, Barack Obama, Jacob Zuma, Queen Elizabeth II, Kevin Rudd, Tony Blair, and Luis Inacio Lula da Silva. A lot of, lot of politicians. Yeah. One, one, one porn mogul. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. Strong. A little weird, huh? Yeah, weird choices. Strong. I mean, he, you know, he's good at it. He's good. I'm sure. Like, like, they're like, yeah. good at it. I mean, those, and they all are agreed to it. That's what that that's, I think sentence so. said, right? That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> um, he, Were he, any of them nude? N- I, not to my knowledge. Okay. Though, um, heck, who knows? I'd have to see them. Mm, John Howard nude. That is a... Thought a sight to behold. Yeah, if uh, those eyebrows mm. are anything <laughs> to go by, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mind boggles. The mind boggles. Uh, in 2011, in November, Picasso participated in the Gold Coast Sculptors Society Erotic Exotic Show. The controversial nature of his technique caused several members of the society to object to his participation. With one member, with one member resigning in protest. <laughs> one member Fuck. of the board. For this society, uh, this Gold Coast Sculptor Society, looking at what this, how this guy operates was just like, fuck this shit. Fuck all of it. I'm out. To be fair, I know probably more than my fair share of artists. Mm. And yeah, they mm. would probably feel very strongly <laughs> one way or the other sure, about yeah. this. So yeah, it's, it's not too surprising. I, can't uh, Im- I just can't imagine having a problem with it. Like honestly, like it's a cool concept yeah. that he, you but know, it's also, also a gimmick. Also, it's also I'm a looking gimmick. at a yeah, picture yeah, yeah. of John Howard, and he's got fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, is it the portrait of John Howard? It's not. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it is. Because that's the thing is like there's a painting of a dog shown in the article. These are pretty good 
paintings. These are paintings yeah, that yeah. are it's like better than I could do with my hand. <laughs> and he's done it with not his hand. To be fair, wow. he failed art school. So, mm, yeah. Wow. I will also be sharing this. Yeah, right? It's not yeah, bad. It's Just not bad. And he did that in 20 minutes. With his dick. With, with his, his dick. dick. Wow. That's what I'm saying. This guy is a legitimate Look at those artist. eyes. Look at those fuck me eyes. Those are some fuck me eyes. I You're am right. interested in the process and how big these things are. Like, it, does he yeah. have to like have a stepladder or something? Or is or is he moving the canvas? I think I think they are pretty sizable that's paintings. Him, yeah, that's it. So it oh, is- no. I'm well aware of who Picasso is. <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> he's, he's from... He's from he Brisbane. Is, he's from is Brisbane. he from Brisbane? Well, he, he well, moved. Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He migrated. Um, he has responded to criticism by saying, I think I'm just as good as anyone with a brush and I'm probably a lot quicker. They can complain if they want to, but other people love it. Yeah. Which honestly, like, of yeah. Course. That's yeah. kind of the whole... I think he tried to do it... I feel like he tried to do it on a talent show. Mm. I'm, I might be misremembering. Oh, here we go. In the latter half of 2010, Picasso appeared on the fourth season of German TV talent show Das Supertalent. Of course, Germany would let him do it. Right, yeah. if anyone was going to. After painting a female portrait for portrait on the stage, um, one of the uh, judges voted down the performance, but he progressed to the next round due to the support of the two male judges uh, on the panel. Was the other judge female? Okay, yeah. so did they specify that? They or did. Or just that the, a male judge? So the female judge voted it down. The two males <laughs> were like, yeah, this is fine. So I don't know what that says. Uh, however, he made it to the next round. So I don't know. Maybe season three we need... Well, we did have Hannah. Well, yeah, we <laughs> look. All right, we're fine. We're not biased here. No, no, nothing. I mean, nothing screams confidence that a couple of white dudes just be like, "We're fine. We're fine. We're, we're fine. fine." Penises are funny. Penises are very exactly. funny. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she just wasn't. Yeah, she just wasn't digging it. Yeah. I mean, again, like if when people think of art. They they don't like the the gimmicky side of I art. I guess I guess yeah you're right you're either he's gonna have an artist that's for the, the people not an artist for the art of the mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly and I think yeah I think that's the thing is like this is a gimmick he's not creepy about it like I think there's a yeah, way to go yeah. about this that is like uh, and it's not a sexual thing is no, the thing it, even though very yeah, obviously it's very a obviously character. yes yeah yes um so yeah I I. Just like was way too easy to find a picture of this man's penis. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just it's his brush. But like, but even then, easier than you would have thought. Honestly, I think uh, I haven't done this, but I just assume that if you put famous name penis, you're gonna find something. It's the internet. Like e- even if it's just a deep fake. Like, exactly. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Neil Patrick. Ooh. Of course he Well, will. no, he... All right, yeah, he's a bit of... Yeah, he's, he's a bit naked wild, on stage, I believe. He's a wild card. Yeah, yeah true. In Hedwig. Yeah. Uh, that's yes. true. Uh, do, 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 do they Not just... all the time, but sometimes. 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 I mean, the very end, it is just kind of like yeah, leather I, hot pants. Yeah. And, yeah. I, know, I know they kind of like take off the whole ensemble. Yeah. But, um, okay, hang on. Let's but try. But also, he, he's... Jason Derulo. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> uh, I didn't expect this to be a, 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 a live <laughs> experiment, but sure. Damn. You uh, all should check out. He's just clicked on images. You guys should check out the Picasso website. It's a, it's a time. Um, his tagline is uh, on his website: "There are millions of artists in the world, but only one 
who paints with his penis. Wow. I'm, I'm sure that's not now, true. There's no, there's no just like straight up picture of his penis, but there's him in some Calvin Klein underwear and it's big. Okay. Mm, he packing? He packing. Okay. He packing heat. Packing um, weapons, of, weapons of ass destruction. <laughs> Damn, dude. What Happy were you saying about three white guys just saying we're okay? Yeah. <laughs> weapons of ass proud destruction. Of that one? <laughs> proud of that one? Is that new? Did I come up with that? Or? No. No, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to talk about Monopoly. Please. Not Mac is Monopoly. No. Uh, but again, if anyone's got Piccadilly, uh, send it. That'd be great. Um, I'm just going to clear my browsing history really quickly. <laughs> and talking to your microphone just a little bit. There we go. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. Was I not? I was not. Hello. <laughs> Sorry about the wacky sound quality. Um, all right. Hang on. Everyone be, everyone be cool for like five fucking seconds. All right. Everyone be cool for five fucking seconds. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Really good. Here we go. All right. So, um, guys, uh, as we were discussing uh, pre-show, rather. Mm. Yes. um, Be weird if we were discussing a post-show. But uh, Monopoly, very old game. Yeah. Very. I like playing Monopoly a lot. Um, Everyone in my life doesn't. I hate it. Well, they yeah. don't like playing with you because you you get very hyped <laughs> about it. You get very passionate about it. It's a good thing. That's a compliment, dude. You Martha get very Stewart, passionate. It's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Uh, everyone. Okay, no. If you're pulling that face as you say the word fun in an accusatory <laughs> sentence to me, who's never played the game with you before, Gonna it's have definitely not fun. fun. You're taking this a little All too right. intensely. Call, <laughs> do you have Monopoly? Not here. No, God no. All right, Alex does. Call him, game to come over. We'll play around we'll after Monopoly. The, after it's the fine. It's fine. <laughs> you can have fun. I have never flipped the board. <laughs> oh, I rescind my previous comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, however. The history of Monopoly mm. is, um, as we were talking about before, uh, surprisingly very wrong, wrong and anti-capitalist, mm. um, which is very interesting um, because the whole game is about buying things to force other people mm. into poverty. Mm. <laughs> yep, but yep. It, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like it's trying to display some negative yeah. behavior. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the history of Monopoly can be traced back to 1903 mm. when American anti-monopolist Lizzie Maggie created a game which she hoped would explain the single tax theory of Henry George, better known for his um, co-option of Georgism, which right. is a principle of socialism, um, which was pretty much uh, that the use of rent capture such as land value tax and the other anti-monopoly reforms as a remedy f- for social problems and economic problems. Um, sorry, let me get a definition of Georgism up really quickly. Uh, that was more fucking come on. There we are. Landlords game. It was called the Landlords game originally. Yes, and it was it was a game that was yeah meant to be like it was meant to demonstrate pretty much that there was two versions of it. Mm. One which is more traditional to Monopoly, which is you buy a bunch of stuff in order to crush your opponents and force them out. Yeah. And the other one is to demonstrate that. Uh, putting money and stuff back into the community keeps everyone kind of wealthy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, so it's very socialist, right? right. Which is and it's a, it's radical a teaching tool as well, yeah, right? Exactly. So and then yeah, but um, yeah, but it's also like a, a legitimate microcosm yeah. of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it shows the difference. Yeah. So, um, Georgism developed from the writings of economist and social reformer Henry George. Uh, six solutions to social and ecological problems based on principles of land rights and public finance which attempts to integrate economy 
economics efficiency with social justice. Sorry. Mm. Uh, it holds that while people should own the value they produce themselves, economic value derived from land, often including natural resources and natural opportunities, should belong equally to all members of society. Mm. Mm. So, light communism. Yeah. Commie, skin, skin, skinny communism, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, diet communism. Yeah, diet communism, yeah. which is good. Thank God Lachlan's not here today. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't yeah. know if it's become very, very clear over the last couple of episodes, but Lachlan is heavy into communism. Um, and I mean, the, I am too. I'm just yeah, not, me too. I'm just not very. Uh, but like, and when the, but when it. the revolution comes, I will be behind Lachlan with a shotgun, like because they will be leading us. I yes. will be in front. <laughs> a Lachlan yes. with a shotgun pointed with, at Lachlan also or? with a no, shotgun. No, no I'll, I'll take front. You take the, the back, and oh, we'll, we'll kill everyyone who stands in our way. Excellent, love that. good, love beautiful, that. and the capitalists shall fall. Yes, um, <laughs> eat the rich, eat the rich. If we should eat the rich. If we no. eat the rich, we get their power. They're full of poison. That's, That's true. true. All the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop your fucking heart. Um, anyway, so yeah. Um, that that was kind of the beginnings of the game. Yes. Um, I only decided to do this one very uh, quickly before the we started recording. Mm. So I don't know how it actually came to be bastardized into... Something that seems okay. to be very against it. So, so George's Lizzie Mage got made the game, yeah, and then she kind of took it over to a friend's house, and they played it, and then they kind of got lost, left there. They played it with some other people, and kind of got passed around a university. Okay, uh, and then a couple of people. So, so then a couple of people kind of took it and went like this. Is marketable, yeah, mm. and so a number of people have uh, kind of applied for a kind of patents, mm. and then they kind of had to compete against each other yeah. in a very, you know, yeah, capitalist way. Exactly. Yes, uh, I say, is there a, is there a new edition of the Landlords game that you can just buy? The oh, land? like the still I, I believe you can still find it online. The the um game. You, there is a picture of the original board. Yeah, so you, you can like wiki. you could do like a printout version. Yeah. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So the landlords game was patented. Some handboard, handmade boards were made, but it wasn't wasn't actually manufactured and published until 1906. Mm. So uh, Maggie submitted the pu- edition published by the Economic Game Company to Parker Brothers in 19, 1910, in which George Parker declined to publish. In the UK, it was published in 1913 by the Newbie Game Company under the title Brer Fox and Brer Rabbit. Oh. Shortly after the game's formal publication, Scott Nearing, a professor in what was then known as the Wharton School of Finance and Commerce at the University of Pennsylvania, mm. began using the game as a teaching tool in his classes. Yeah. His okay. students made their own boards and taught the game to others. After Nearing was dismissed from the Wharton School, he began teaching at the University of Toledo. A former student of Nearing, Rexford Guy Tugwell. Cool. Right. Cool name. Uh, also taught the landlord's game at Wharton and took it with him to Columbia University. Apart from commercial distribution, it was spread by word of mouth and was played in slightly variant homemade versions over the years by Quakers. Oh. Do you know what Quakers are? I do not. I've heard of. 
Quakers, also called Friends, are a historically Christian group of religious movements formerly known oh, as the right. Religious Society of Friends, yep. Society of Friends or Friends oh, of Church. Okay. Yeah, so um, they're kind of very inclusive mm. uh, Christian society. Uh, by Quakers, Georgists, university students um, and others who became aware of it, the shortened version of game, which was in uh, eliminated the second round of play, uh, which used the Georgist concept of single land value tax, had become common in the 1910s. So basically... It's ju- that's when Monopoly became yeah. the goal of yeah. the game. Yeah. So, and then by the 1970s, the idea that the game had been created solely by Charles Darrow yeah. oh. had become popular folklore. It was even printed in the game's instruction for many years. Fuck in a they. 1974 book devoted to Monopoly and was cited in a general book about toys as recently as 2007. Mm. Yeah. Far um, out. That sucks. Even a guide to family games publisher for Reader's Digest in 2003 only gave credit to Darrow and none to Elizabeth Maggie, erroneously stating that Maggie's original game was recreated in the 19th century and not acknowledging any of the game's development between Maggie's creation of the game and the eventual publication by the Parker Brothers. So, just another example of the white man... Getting everybody coming on in, yep, and ruining socialism for everybody. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was literally a tool to teach why socialism is exactly. good. Exactly, proved it, and then they were like, "Well, let's just remove the socialist part, keep mm. the capitalist part, and ruin some families' nights." Yeah, <laughs> until recently, mm. where oh yes, as James informed me prior to the podcast beginning, uh, there is a recent socialist edition. Mm-hmm. Which mocks socialism. Mm. Yes. Rightfully so. Yeah. Oh, pfft. socialism? Yes, it's, it's communism or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was panned beyond belief. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course Absolutely. it was. <laughs> because capitalists don't want to buy socialist monopoly, and socialists see it for what it is and yeah. won't buy yeah, socialist exactly. monopoly. Exactly. <laughs> who, um, who were they trying who to go it for? for? Yeah. Like. like it's like so a weird. millennial who's never met another millennial? Like Probably. Fuck. Well, here's the thing. It's like, so Hasbro, who now owns Monopoly, yeah. um, has been just like really like notoriously shitty with the IP. They had they had Millennial Monopoly. Monopoly mm. for Millennials, I've yeah. just seen that. Which yeah. is like, oh, I'm gonna buy an avocado toast, I'm a millennial, <laughs> blah blah blah. I fucking and then hate that shit. This article from yesterday. On CNBC. What? <laughs> Mrs. Monopoly is supposed to empower women. Critics yeah. say it does the opposite. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. So, <laughs> toy maker Hasbro announced this week the rollout of the board game in which female players receive more money than male players. What? Detractors say the rules of Miss Monopoly may be well-intentioned, inten- but gloss over the troubling forces f- behind the fact that women in the US own 80% of what men earn. So this is Hasbro going, like... Power to women. Uh, we're going to do a version of our game where women women earn more, and it's just like completely like trivializing the, yeah. the issue, yeah. like glossing um, over everything. Uh, <laughs> on the cover of the Millennial Edition, mm. Rich Uncle Pennydags dons earphones, sunglasses, and a uh, participation medal while taking mm. a selfie. Below the game's tagline reads: "Forget real estate. You can't afford it anyway." It sucks. What? It sucks Who so much. Who is that for? Who is that for? Surely, old men, surely old boomers can't be buying all these collectors' editions of Monopoly, right? And then, like, so rather so than collect cash and real estate as in traditional versions, players collect experiences, oh. such as dining at a vegan bistro or I doing a meditation so retreat. 
Why? Or simply staying in their parents' basement. I hate this. I hate everything that's coming out of your mouth. The socialism one, the tagline is like, winning because winning is for capitalists or something like that. I don't know. I I hate hate Monopoly now. I'll never play it again. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, That's the thing. Not only is it a poor game, it's also an evil game. Yeah, it ruins families. But what what about Star Wars Monopoly? That was Evil. That was fun. Though. Gets a pass. So <laughs> <laughs> good. I can't yeah. go. Because that's the version I've got. Yeah, I have Beatles Monopoly. <laughs> Beatles Monopoly. Yeah. You collect songs, I think. See, I, I don't know. understand versions like that. Like Star Wars, I get because like you buy you buy planets. Sure. Right. And there's so much, there's so many fucking planets in Star Wars. Mm. But like things like Harry Potter Monopoly. Like what is there? Hogsmeade, Hogwarts, Diagon Alley, the Burrow. Oh, you could that's fill up in, right? I mean, I mean, you'd probably get different rooms at Hogwarts. Yeah. You'd probably get the different rooms at the Ministry. Yeah, um, different streets uh, in bullshit. London. Bullshit. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to uh, buy it. But <laughs> um, well, that made me sad and angry. Yeah, sad and angry. I like. I thought I knew <laughs> you, the extent of my dislike for the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now I didn't know about Millennium Hasbro Monopoly. Hasbro is shit. Okay, I mean, here's something I've never admitted on the podcast before, to my knowledge. Here right. we go. I used to watch My Little Pony. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. you've definitely admitted that on the have podcast. Have I? Yeah. Okay, I was a bit of a brony. I didn't collect so, toys or anything. I mean, I do have a custom pair of Converse that oh, have yes. ponies painted on them. There that was a gift. a gift. It was that a gift. Was a gift. It's from, fine. That was an 18th birthday present. But have you worn them? I have. Then it then it's on you. Yeah. It's but they're, they're fucking gift. sick. They're really I'm cool. I'm not saying it's not. Um, no shame. Custom Converse. They cost like 120 bucks. Sure. Um... Where are you going? And Hasbro, yeah. like, there was a really cool, like, fan-made fighting game. Oh, yes, Of yes, yes. My Little Pony. Yeah. Okay. Like, in the animation style, like, really sick, like, like still within, like, the spirit of the show. So it was, like, it wasn't, like, overly violent or anything like that, but it was, yeah. like, had cool powers and all that kind of thing. Completely fan-made, non-for-profit. Hasbro just shut it down. Oh, yeah. Like a bunch of fucking wankers. Capitalism. We're all angry about Disney at the moment. We should be angry about Hasbro. I mean, Disney and Hasbro. Like, it's all IPs. Get rid of it all. uh, I'm I'm choosing to... I will make fun of Disney, but I'm choosing to ignore the very serious threat that is presented (laughs) by Disney because they own all my favourite shit. Ignorance is bliss. Exactly. Uh, Also, Hasbro owns the licensing to Star Wars, Disney Frozen, Disney Princesses, and assumably... Yeah, Hasbro and Disney are very deep in together. Very tight. Um, so just you know, let you know about that. Oh one. yeah, they make the fucking yeah, yeah. They make the toy lightsabers and all that shit. They do. They? they make the merchandise. They make the oh, merch. Fuck. So we have done three articles today. <sighs> what a bummer. What was so your article, angry. Zane? Oh my, my article was uh, a soccer, old a soccer. Ca- Calcio Fiorentino, uh, the 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 predecessor to soccer and rugby, where you run the balls and fight. And, and beat each other And up. there are balls there at some yeah. point. What element of fencing was there? You said fencing. Uh, in, in previous uh, versions of the game, they used you were allowed swords. Cool. Yeah. Fun. Uh, so, like, fencing swords so they weren't sharp, they just had a point on them. Fun. Yeah. Look, you know, you've got you've to stop that ball from moving forward That's in it. Any way. <laughs> it's a very serious yeah. goal. Um, I had uh, Procasso. And I had Monopoly. So, um, 
Monopoly made me sad. Yeah, and angry. But angry. And angry. Should we talk about it more? I'm going to vote for Calcio because it made me less sad. I'm also going to vote for Calcio. Uh, I'm going to vote for Monopoly because I'm so angry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so sad. Special mention for how angry... <laughs> oh, oh boy! Fuck. Well, let's feel a little bit better because it's today's day of the day. Day of the day of the day of the day. Was there meant to be music that I should be playing? For no, that? no, no. I, I no. kind of just make a tune. I just shout. Oh yeah. Thank you. Um, a lot of days to choose from today, but like, not the be- not the best. If I'm honest, um, it is. The it is Independence Day for uh, for four countries for Cyprus, Nigeria, Palau, and Tuvalu. It is International Coffee Day. Um, oh, it is October first, by the way. I yep. mentioned this at the top of the episode. Yeah. Uh, International Coffee Day. Can't start the day without my coffee. Don't talk to me. October first, more like October fest. Hey, it's celebrated in September. Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Traditionally, uh, don't worry about it. We'll <laughs> cover it on an, another episode. Right. Germany. Okay. Germany, because Germany, it's a wedding. Anyway, International Day what? of it's it's not, not it's not it's not the festival celebrated in October. No, it's fine. We'll get <laughs> we'll get into it later. There's a lot of history to Oktoberfest. Right, it's not in October. You, can you and do it the next about episode, please? Sure. All right, cool. Uh, International Day of Older Persons. <laughs> uh, so no, no, not that one. <laughs> Fuck old people. Fuck yeah. old people will be we, young forever. We've definitely yelled at boomers a lot this. Oh episode. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Maybe should we give them? Should we give them one? <laughs> throw them a bone. Yeah, I mean they'll be dead I mean, soon, right? They've got enough bones. <laughs> yeah. What with the they thousands? They have all of, the bones. They have all they the have houses uh, and the economy. The bones and blood of the young on their hands. Yeah. Um, International Music Day. I mean, yeah, that's a on. pretty. Let's do that one. That's a pretty, pretty uh, universal one. Yeah. Um, all right. Androgynous? International Music Day. I don't know. I, yeah, I meant like universal. universal yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it's also World Vegetarian Day. Huh. Oh. Are and any of us vegetarians? No. No. But should we do support vegetarians? I, I do. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather it be International Music Day. Me too. Yeah. Still though, shout out to vegetarians. Shout out to vegetarians. You're, you're, do, you're doing the hard fight that we don't have the pa- patience to do. Anyway. I mean, I don't eat a lot of meat. It's just yeah. I don't. I don't call myself a vegetarian. Yeah. Fair. Uh, well, if you're an old uh, vegetarian musician, today is your yeah, day. Today's your fucking day. I gotta tell you. But for the rest of us, happy, happy, happy International Music Day. Indeed, and till indeed. next day. Till next time. Wait, I gotta tell everyone, we got two episodes until the bracket. Oh, yeah. Episode. Like, we got two more episodes of this season until we hit our finale where we're gonna do our NBA style breakdown. Uh, brackets, all the best articles of this year that we voted um, through all the episodes of this season. Yes. All the way back from when Hannah was with us till. Yes. Through the fucking couple of episodes Wait, where Riley was with no, we were doing. Remember that was our interstitial. Oh, it was during the interstitial. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're um, right. so yeah, uh, we will be doing that in two episodes. If you've got a favorite article, get in contact with us. Send it through to us. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, we're on all the socials. Unfeatured articles. Yeah. On if you message Facebook us in, we'll um, we'll even try. Maybe we'll try and even get in contact with you. Maybe you can do a little voice thing and appear on the episode. That'd be, be fucking sick, wouldn't it? I'd be down for that. Um, awesome. So um, until next time, browse responsibly. Good morrow, mein Kiotis. <laughs>
Tis I, your once and future pal, old Matty. Through fortuitous wheeling and or dealing, old Matty bamboozled, hoodwinked, and duped himself an official That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Delicious Word Sandwich, the only podcast that transforms literary readables into scrumptious edibles, and the only literature podcast ever made, probably. Get a questionable recipe and an impeccable book breakdown all in one by the month as old Matty reviews a New Yorker short story, shares some advice from the almighty titan and old Matty's idol, Ernest Hemingway, then finally transforms every element of classic novel into ingredients. Example? Marvel as I turn the Maltese Falcon's cynical characters into smoky bitter cheese and its hard-boiled plot into an egg. Shell included. All the while, Delicious Word Sandwich chronicles old Maddie's madcap misadventures in which he conquers death. So be sure to catch Delicious Word Sandwich on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and in your demonically possessed spaghetti. Until then, farewell, my cuties. Uh, that's not kind of Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.